nutrition and lifestyle transformation coach. I'm the founder and CEO of Never Settle Lifestyle, a company created to guide you in the pursuit of becoming the best version of yourself through the complete wellness of your body, mind, and soul. I am here to journey along with you as you transform your life and no longer settle for less than what you are truly capable of. I'll show you how to finally take a stand for maintaining your life balance while performing at an elite level with grace and ease. I'll share with you the methodology of habit and change psychology that has changed my life and the lives of so many others. Together, we'll commit to the relentless pursuit of progress, all the while not taking life too seriously. Here we revolutionize your resilience as you begin to get comfortable with adversity. Welcome to the Never Settle Lifestyle Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's podcast. All right, so we are going to be talking a bit more deeply into reaching your full potential, but also at what point is, when is enough enough? Okay, so hear me out. If you're a competitive athlete, and I'm talking like elite competitive athlete, if you are a nationally you know, renowned weightlifter, if you're participating in the CrossFit games, if you're at that level this also can apply to you. And it's not going to essentially make you throw all of your aspirations out the window either. So hear me out, because I think that this is going to really be some medicine for those of you that tend to have a hunger in knowing that you want more out of your life. But also maybe you're feeling a little bit burnout in terms of the pursuit of it all, right? Because likely if you are a high performer, you're probably a little bit of a perfectionist. So we're going to start to unpack some of that and then be able to incorporate a little bit more what we'll say as balance into your process. And this is going to be a really important um, podcast too, to help you develop some very necessary self-awareness but most of all, be able to get the most out of your life. Okay. So I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I'm going to be asking a lot of really hard questions today. Some of them might be kind of hard to swallow. All right. You may find yourself wrestling your ego a little bit throughout today's episode. Just get curious, be patient with it. Kind of sit here and ask yourself like, okay, these emotions that I'm feeling, if you start to feel something like, what are they showing me? All right. If you are a creative, you're also going to really enjoy this episode because, um, we're going to start to go about your creative process in a way that helps you refine your message. And ultimately like what it is that you want to be getting out into this world. All right. So If you're here, if you're ready to reach your full potential, but you're really ready to feel really good about it along the way, you're going to love this episode. All right. So let's dive in. All right. So if you are feeling this immense amount of pressure and listen, like I know you're here because you want to do big things. If you're a first time listener, welcome. Oftentimes people find me because they know that they are in the pursuit of more, but what I kind of like surprise people with is that not only am I here to help you to be able to pursue the most progress and most fulfillment in what it is that you want out of this life, 
I'm also here to show you how to do it with grace and ease. And I don't feel like the pursuit of greatness should come with the tax of being fucking miserable. Welcome to the show. (laughs) All right. So um, I hope this helps you guys because this isn't something that a lot of people are talking about. And the more that I discover in myself, the more that I work with um, high performing people, the more that I get to know them and their personal lives and their true struggles behind the scenes, the more bound and determined I am to shed light on what it really takes to be a high performer and what it also requires sacrificing. But I'm here to kind of like flip that narrative a little bit. All right, so let's dive in. How can you make it happen? How can we reach fulfillment here and then be sure that we're not over pressuring ourselves and making the satisfaction of our life intangible at the same time? Because I see this all the time and we're going to get into that a little bit later in the details of it. So let's talk about purely bringing something into fruition. Okay, so Paracelsus, which basically he has this um, saying, and this isn't verbatim, but essentially it's along the lines of the key to all manifestations and all materializations aren't by some sort of vibration. So we hear about the law of attraction a lot. It plays a part. Okay. As you guys know, I'm also very spiritual as an intuitive. I speak into that quite a bit. I don't believe in just living from the head up when it comes to pursuit of greatness and what it is that you want out of this life. So it's not just out of vibration alone, you know, it's, it starts with that imagination. So that is the first thing it's that starting to put in the request of what we want out of this life, literally creating space in your day to daydream. So if you're a creative, hands down, you can't have yourself so overscheduled that you have no time to sit back and just imagine. Like using your imagination is going to be very important for you. And even even if you're not a creative, maybe you're someone that's simply in the pursuit of something, whether it's athleticism or, you know, financial gain or growing your business or a better um life in general or a leaner body, it's also going to take you some time to literally sit in stillness and discover what it is that you want. You know, Albert Einstein says without imagination, there are no boundaries. So it's how we create. It's how we essentially put in our request to the universe of like, hey, this is what I want out of this life. So this is step one in terms of materializing what it is that we want out of this life. So the next thing is having faith. It's trusting in something greater than yourself. You have the desires that you have for a reason. You have the hobbies that you have for a reason. Whatever it is that you enjoy doing it's not by chance. Okay. It's, I believe for a greater purpose that many of us won't even know about until we, you know, get to the other side (laughs) and people essentially don't trust those desires. They don't have the faith in themselves and their pursuit of what they want because they're told by society, like, Hey, this is what it should look like. You can only do these things, whether it's, you know, you've been told by a parent, you've been told by society, you know, a school system, a boss. We often have a cap put on, you know, what we can do is our career or pretty much you can apply this to anything, right? So it's trusting that you have the desires that you have for a very specific reason. So we're imagining what we want and we have to have faith that, okay, if I want this, like this has to work out, right? Everything has to be working out for me. And then the last step to that manifestation and materializing what it is that you want out of this life is your will. 
Now here's where people fuck it up because oftentimes we will use our will as a form of self-abuse, essentially. We will let our ego sit in the driver's seat for whatever reasons may be, and we'll kind of get off on the things that we're trying to pursue, but in order to simply just have ourselves feel really good about ourselves purely and stroke that ego. It's it's not like the fact that we're seeing it for this bigger purpose that it could be used for. It's kind of this like, okay, but I get fulfillment because people are telling me I'm good at something. Okay. You guys, hands down, like (laughs) so guilty of this. And this is something that I've hugely worked to heal. And it truly was a big root of my past eating disorders and a lot of my past negative patterns, but we have to have will we have to have like ego is not a bad thing. It's like more or less, how are we directing it in order to create those materializations, right? So we got to have that drive in order to stay the course, in order to stay consistent, in order to have that edge and keep working. But we have to check our intent behind it. So that's where it all begins. We have to start with having some imagination, having faith that, hey, like I want this for some bigger reason other than myself, and then having the will to pursue it. All right, so let's start there. Now, from here, now we ask the question, but at what point is enough enough? And (laughs) as I said this, some of you probably got really hot and you're like, but Kim, because that question alone can feel like it's putting a ceiling on your potential, right? Like maybe you're working hard to try to pursue something really, really, really big. And you feel like you cannot have any sort of possible doubt in this pursuit. So this question may bring some anxiety. Okay. I'm not telling you to let go of the pursuit of what you want. I'm here to check your intentions today. And these are some hard questions. So let's get real because that's what we do. All right. So when is enough enough? And and I get it. Like the name of my business, the name of the podcast is Never Settle Lifestyle. But like I said, it's also, yes, about the pursuit of what you want, but like while having a really good time doing it and having fulfillment along the way. Okay. So in order to check ourselves and really uncover the intent behind like what the hell it is that we're doing and why we are after the things that we are, we have to understand our values. So knowing what you want and why you want it is very important. Most people only know what they want. They don't know really like why. So when we really, really strip it down, I'll give you my examples. Okay. So my personal values include stability, freedom, and the pursuit of growth and progress, hands down. So why? Let's kind of like break that down even further. So in terms of stability, I really value stability because I know that stability is ultimately going to bring me security and peace. And basically it minimizes unforeseen life problems, right? Which kind of makes life a lot more enjoyable. Like, let's be real. And then that freedom piece is important to me because I really, really like to have autonomy over what it is that I'm doing with my time. So this way I can fully experience life on my own terms, but it's mostly if I'm like being super honest, so I can follow my curiosities as I please And I don't have some sort of constant time restraint, like a nine to five job to have to abide by. So that way I can pursue my creativity. I can pursue what it is that's kind of lighting me up at the moment. And I found that if I go me personally about my life in this way, and I live from this place of freedom, I actually become more creative. I actually get to have ideas for a podcast like this 
and present it to you. So now here's the funny thing. In terms of that pursuit of growth and progress piece, because that is a big value of mine, here's where the trouble comes in. This used to be a value of mine that came from a deep place of a need of approval. And I was super, super concerned about what others were thinking of me, right? And I simply wanted to be admired and respected for my achievements, for how smart I was, for how creative I was, for how, you know, good I was at something or how I looked or whatever, right? And this has been my big point of growth. Like if I were past me, were listening to this podcast, this would be my aha moment that I uncover. So I came to find out that very fact, like, oh, I'm just kind of doing this for approval. Like I want to achieve what I want to achieve and pursue growth and progress for the approval of others. And then I really started to discover how hollow that felt. Like I, if I got really honest with myself, I wasn't really living for myself, for the life that I wanted to live, I was living for others. And if you think about that, that's, as I mentioned in the last podcast, one of the biggest regrets of the dying. And I started to realize like, oh, I'm just simply being a slave to yet another thing that people expect of me. Ooh, that feels kind of shitty. And I started to like come to that realization Oh, okay. So this needs to be worked on or adjusted. And I started by getting very curious about where that like even came from. Right. So we'll talk about that. We'll unpack that in a bit and like how I started to untangle it. So now this value of pursuit of growth and progress comes from a place of Hey, I want to be the example of if I can do this, you can do this with your life. Like I want to be able to set that example and I get immense satisfaction out of the challenges that come up along the way, right? Like it's not a bad thing to want more for your life, you guys. It's so fucked up how our society is like, Mm, you better just love yourself the way that you are and only the way that you are. And that implies like, well, you shouldn't want more or different or better, which I'll get into in a bit because self-love is important. And then there's the other caveat of like hustle till you drop and only be in the dogfight of pursuit. Like, no, 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 no. All right. There is a beautiful in-between that we're going to talk about today. So In so many ways, our society tells us that we are not good enough. And and like this is the biggest pain point for the people I work with, I would say. Feelings of inadequacy, feelings of unlovableness, feelings of not being worthy, not good enough. And it it is instilled into us from very different places, but it's a very, very common thing among people. You know, whether it's we're told we're not smart enough, we're not handsome enough, we're not pretty enough, we don't have enough money. Oh, we better get a really good job. Oh, we better do this or else. And maybe this narrative, if you're thinking of it, you can probably figure it out right now. Maybe it comes from a boss. Maybe it comes from your parents. Maybe it comes from school systems. Maybe it comes from corporations trying to sell you products and the fact that, you know, you need these injectables and these breast implants and like all this (laughs) makeup. I just randomly had a flashback to like 2016 makeup trends versus like trends now. Anyway, we'll leave that side quest for another time. (laughs) But it's so funny because like trends change for a reason, you guys, like It is so we have to be discontent with what we have at the moment and have to turn around yet again and go buy something else, go do something else. Right. And not that like, if you get pleasure, you guys, like I love beauty. I love, 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 love it. I love fashion. And like, you don't have to be a slave 
to trends at the same time, right? So we're just constantly sold that we're not enough. And people can often, even with this, you know, implying this to us, there can be good intent behind it. Like, you know, our parents often want the best for us. They want us to have a good job because they want to make sure that we are secure, right? And then there's the caveat of like, these things are sold to us because, you know, if we achieve these things, it makes the other person look good, right? So at what point are you allowed to be happy with yourself? What does satisfaction look like? You know, would it be conducive to your life to always strive for more and what, but yet what you accomplish is never good enough. Maybe some of you guys can relate to that. Maybe you're not so good about celebrating the wins. Cause like, if you're being really real with yourself, you're kind of never satisfied. There's kind of that itching for more and like, not in a good way, like in a way of like, yeah, but. I mean, I relate to that real hard. <laughs> I just had a, a, we just had, I just had NSL's fourth year anniversary. You guys, I didn't even mention it. I didn't even celebrate. I didn't do nothing. Right. Like pure example right there. So that's, that's for me to work on. We'll circle back to that at another time, but imagine like for years you've worked on getting six pack abs. You've worked to make a million dollars you know, but yet, and then you achieve it, but yet you want more. Like, like at what point is enough enough? Our society is all about who's the fastest, who's the strongest, who's the richest, who's the smartest, who's the most beautiful. And like, y'all, I love competition. I do. It does come from a healthy place now. For a long time, it has not. And I still have to check myself. And the thing is, we got to check that intention behind it. If we were to get really honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, is there something I am trying to prove here? Oof, it's a tough question. I had someone ask me that, and I've mentioned this before. I had a CrossFit coach because I was constantly comparing myself to other members. I was like, what did they get on this time? How much did they lift? And eventually this guy got so frustrated with me that he was like, what are you trying to prove? And I, it made me so angry. And it was the best question I've ever had asked of me. So we have to ask, like, do we use achievement as our only means of validating ourselves? Or even like when you fail, are you using your fail failures as a confirmation bias around all the ways that you're not good enough? So what's the point of it all? Why pursue all of this stuff? Like, sure, it feels good to win, but is it at the expense of somebody else that you beat, right? And then that's why you're feeling good because you're, quote, better than them. We got to check ourselves. You guys, like, I have a sports background. I ran track. I was all say all through high school. I got college offers. Like, I ended up not pursuing it because I went into skincare. But, like, I, I do competitive CrossFit. I get it. I love competition. I love sports. And you shouldn't feel shame for wanting these things. Again, it's all about the intent. And we have to check it. And how can we, like create a positive intent if we do struggle with these things you know are you doing it because you want to be admired to prove something to be loved to be appreciated or do you do what you do because you want to make a greater impact because you want to be an inspiration to others because you want to do something far greater outside of yourself to prove it to yourself right just for the hell of it we're so convinced that we aren't good enough just as we are right now, right? So 
yes, pursuit of more and yes, full appreciation for where you are right in this moment. It bugs the hell out of me when people talk shit about past versions of themselves because it's like, yo, let's say they're in a good place, right? It's like, if not for that past version of you that was fucking it up and like didn't know any better and was a mess, you wouldn't have any of the lessons that you have had. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't be where you are right now. So like, thank God for that past version of you, right? Like love that version of yourself, love the version of you right now because of like the situation that you're in, it is the fuel for where you are going to end up. And you got to realize that. Okay. And even if you don't really want to pursue anything outside of where you are, awesome. Like still have that gratitude even more so, right? Because like, the thing is the destination y'all is a flash in the fucking pan. It's often like winning the championship after game seven is one night. The training and the practice and everything in between, that's that's real life, you know? So you might as well enjoy yourself and love the skin that you're in and the life that you have during the days in between, no matter how shitty it is, like making the most of it, Right? You guys, like if you were to see the lives of some of the most accomplished people, and I've worked with a lot of accomplished people and a lot of high achievers, I I can promise you right this hot second that they experience the same problems, the same insecurities that you are. No lie. The scene is just different. That's the only thing that's different. Because like, The thing is, you can be the best at something, but like, is it making you any better as a person? So we have to know our values. We have to know what we're striving for. We have to know why we're striving for it and why we're looking to achieve what we're trying to achieve. The biggest question is, what are you expecting to find once you get there? You know, what will you have shown yourself after you reach that point? What is it that you're looking for? And a lot of times I'll hear like, I don't know. I just really love to work out. I don't know. I just really love taking all these classes and courses. I just love to learn. I don't know. I just love a good aesthetic. And I like to have all these procedures done because they make me feel good. All these things are great. Right. But we have to really, truly be real with ourselves about why we're chasing what we're chasing. And there is, and you may be experiencing it now as I'm talking through this, but there may be pain in realizing that you have been in such hot pursuit of something that is kind of hollow because you realize like how intensely and passionately you have been all consumed by this thing. But at the end of the day, you know, it's kind of like this empty destination if you're being real with yourself it can be a, it can be a huge letdown to have that realization so if that's something that you're experiencing as i talk through this just know like i see you i feel you okay and there may be fear there as you're having that realization of like well maybe i don't want to pursue it anymore because uh, or you know maybe if I do, do drop it, let's say, let's say you realize like, all right, like I'm pursuing something that really isn't good for me. There can be so much shame that can come up around quitting something. And oftentimes everything in this world will tell us like that it's bad to quit, you know, and they'll kind of look at, you know, Simone is a great example of this and look at her fucking comeback. Like we never know really like what's going on behind the scenes, right? So we can kind of be shamed and judged if we decide to change course. And this is like where being unbothered and not giving a shit about what other people think comes in handy. (laughs) Okay. So what if you're thinking like, I don't know what makes me feel satisfied and fulfilled. 
actually, let's go back. Let's go back for just a second. If you are struggling with that thought of quitting and you know, something's not working for you and you're realizing like, Oh, this doesn't really align with what I actually want. There's a story. I heard it on a podcast and basically this woman, very high achieving woman did this, uh, climb this mountain. And it was like an insane, insane climb. It was, she was basically, um, I think they call it like ice climbing where you literally have picks and you basically are clawing your way up this mountain. And it was miserable. It was like 30 below there's, she's just not having a good time. She's really not enjoying the company anyway. She's miserable. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing this. Cause like my friends are doing it and I'm a high achiever. So I should do this. And they literally had, I think it was like six miles to go or something. And they, they basically were going to set up camp and then get going in the next morning. And basically she just had this feeling of like, I don't want to do this. I would so much rather be down at the bottom of the mountain, warm, happy, safe, just not doing this. This is absolutely miserable. And I'm just doing it to do it. And she ended up quitting and she went back down. She had somebody take her back down. And as it turned out, it was like a really bad time. I think somebody ended up getting injured and like the elevation change was absolutely nuts. Like it was just really bad conditions. Like all this stuff happened. And she's like, thank God I didn't do that because I was already really miserable. So this is where trusting your intuition and your higher guidance system really comes in handy. I have a quick question for you. How much time are you spending on the internet trying to figure out your self-healing journey and the right path to take when it comes to your nutrition? So this is the literal reason why I started our NSL group membership and online community. So this is actually also an app that goes on your phone and you can directly access our group discussions around recipes, around habits and routines and your spiritual development. And within this community, we also host monthly live masterclasses. So if you love this podcast, you guys are going to absolutely love this group membership because not only do you have access to the live masterclasses, but you also have access to all past live masterclasses. And let me tell you, we do a deep dive on pretty much every subject under the sun from nutrition to relationships to lifestyle habits and more. So if you think that this is something you'd be interested in and you are looking for more answers and more support, check out the link to join in the description. So maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I know I want more out of my life, but I don't really know what makes me feel satisfied, what makes me feel fulfilled. It's okay not to know. And in fact, I would say you are in the best position of all because it is so much fun figuring out what it is that you want out of this life. Call me crazy, but like that is my favorite part. I love sitting down and just ruminating over all of the possibility that life could bring me. You know what I mean? So have fun with this part. This is a really good thing. And it's also can be an indication that it's time to learn a little bit more about yourself and get curious. You guys, if you've heard me, you know, talk <laughs> to any length, you've probably heard me say that self-awareness is a superpower. And the more you can start to take the time to get to know yourself, you're going to start to learn more about the things that light you up. You're going to start to really invest in things that push everything else forward that you want to be doing with life. So I love this quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. And it says, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. 
And this is from a French philosopher named Belize Pascal. Um, and I totally agree with that. I would say that cultivating a meditation practice has been the best thing in getting to tap into my intuition in cultivating deep self-awareness and creating a cut and dry trajectory as to where I want to take my life, you know? So I would advise it. I would highly recommend, you know, and if meditation is not your thing, go on walks by yourself, you know, no distractions, don't have anything, you know, unless it's just, if you're one that can listen to music with lyrics and still have some deep thoughts, do that. But like, don't have anything that's going to distract you. Go be by yourself somewhere. That's kind of what needs to happen to some capacity because otherwise you're just being bombarded by someone else's message. And side note to that, I would highly recommend starting your day, not getting on your phone first thing. That's probably one of the worst things that you can do because it takes your intent and the thoughts that you could be thinking and the intentions that you could be putting forth into your day and replaces them with someone else's narrative. You know, whether you're answering emails, text messages, um, you know, getting online on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, TikTok. Yeah. So give yourself a second, like first thing in the morning is amazing because like you don't have the momentum of your day ahead of that at all. Like the, it's a fresh new day. New thoughts are ready to be in the ethers, right? So that's what I recommend. First thing in the morning, have some alone time of some kind, like 15 minutes. That's all you need. So, you know, if you're always looking to other people for even inspiration, but most likely comparison, you're probably going like, okay, well, but what do they have? What do they accomplish? And if you're distracting yourself with what everybody else is doing and what you maybe have convinced yourself that you quote should be doing, you're never going to have an understanding of yourself because you're going to be like, who should I be like, you know, and you're not going to have the opportunity to be grateful for who you are now and what you have right now as well. And it's one thing I have learned, not only in working with high performers, but learning more about high performers is that all of the greats out there sacrifice something huge in their life in order to be a master at their craft. Like often it's a relationship that gets sacrificed or, you know, children or I don't know, like other relationships, um, there's something that's going to fall to the wayside if you are spending most of your time honing in on one specific thing in life to be really good at. So if that works for you, if you are that type of person, you're like, yes, please, everybody fuck off and leave me alone. That sounds amazing. Great. Like <laughs> that is what you value, right? But for most people, they're going to want and need a balance of social fulfillment, of career fulfillment, of something greater, a greater purpose outside of themselves, um, you know, time doing hobbies that they enjoy that are of, you know, there's no way to monetize it or get some sort of achievement out of it. Like doing things just for fun, you guys, and being unproductive in that way is also very important. Like we need time, leisure time for play and just being ourselves, you know, you think of it like as a child, that's all we did. We just kept ourselves entertained for the most part. Like if you had a generally, you know, functional childhood, that's probably what you did. And now as adults, we have all of these responsibilities and tasks and things to do. Right. But like, how often do you just allow yourself to enjoy the beauty in the simplicity? right? Like take a second and put yourself in a child's shoes. Like if you're taking them out to the woods and you have a three-year-old or a four-year-old, they're going to look at a leaf 
a, like a fall leaf and realize what it is for the first time and see all the little veins going through the leaf and the colors and they're going to be in awe of nature you know of that part of nature because they've never really noticed it before but it's like as adults yeah like we've lived in this earth long enough that childlike wonder kind of gets stifled (laughs) thanks to adult responsibilities but we can bring ourselves back to that I was talking with someone the other day and I was like well because they were kind of stuck in this loop and I was like well what did you enjoy as a child and think about like the hobbies and the things that you did whether it was just running around in the woods maybe you built forts with your friends maybe you were really good at drawing or you liked painting or you liked word puzzles or anything literally anything (laughs) you know we weren't trying to just win all of the time as kids and maybe you're one of those kids you just ate, drank, and breathe, breathe, breathed, <laughs> breathed in sports all the time. Yeah, sure. Like there, there are people like that, but I mean, even outside of that kids just, they find their fun. And I think that it's a damn shame, even as high performers that sometimes we can let that fall to the wayside because it's like, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Like, why are we taking life so seriously? You know, it's very interesting. So start to notice too, like the tension in your body when you're starting to get overwhelmed, because that's an indicator. Oh, I need to have more fun. Okay. So once you develop self-awareness, it's about having the faith and trusting in yourself that what you're doing is just and good. Like, you know, you are right where you need to be. We're always at the right places at the right times to understand exactly what it is that we need to understand. I'm a firm believer in that good or bad and life freaking sucks. Sometimes you guys, like there are things that have happened to some of you that I would not wish on anybody. Right. And it's, this is hard to say because there have been some terrible things that happened in this world. I do feel that it is all for our greatest expansion. And at the same time, it can be a terrible thing, right? But it's like, and not to minimize that, it's it's important to understand wherever we are in our life right now and whatever opportunities are being presented to us, we wouldn't have the understanding that we have without this stuff that we've been through. And it's kind of interesting to think about. So... From that self-awareness and understanding like, okay, we're headed where we need to be headed from there. You guys, like you just got to be confident in yourself. You have to find it. You have to cultivate it. You have to nurture that confidence and it takes work. Absolutely. And you got to trust yourself. And I will say like self-regulation, if you have grown up in a toxic environment or you had a lot of conditioning that left you with a nervous system that's really out of whack, you know, if you have depression, anxiety, mental health issues, regulating that, like being able to take care of yourself in that way is so important because sometimes when we're not coming from that place of, um, you know, I guess self, a self-regulated state, it can be hard to trust ourselves because we can be in a cycle of like overthinking or ruminating, right? So getting that squared away is really important too, you know, regulating that nervous system. And then from there, after we've started to cultivate that self-trust, reminding ourselves we're exactly where we need to be. Even if we are at the bottom of the freaking barrel, guess what, you guys? Like there is nowhere to go but up. Like, what are you going to do? Lie there? That's fucking boring. I'm being very spicy today on this podcast and I don't give any hex. Okay. So like, I'm serious though. It, it is so important you guys to understand if you are at the worst point in your life right now, when you are listening to this, that you have nothing but potential and you have absolutely nothing to lose 
and you are in the best position to freaking win right now. You guys, it is easier than ever to win at life because so many people are not brave enough to take that step. So it's like, why not go for it? What could happen? You're already at the bottom of the barrel. You know, you're already at rock bottom. Go for it. Humor yourself. Treat it like a science experiment. You have unlimited capabilities, you guys. Your potential is limitless. Like if that is one thing that I could get through to you on this podcast is that your potential is limitless. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've been through in terms of, you know, your circumstances. Some people are dealt a really, really shit deck of cards in life. And you are capable enough to find a way. Like if you're listening to this on a digital device, you have so much information at your fingertips, right? You can do this, like whatever it is that you want out of this life, go do it, go find a way, look for possibilities. Like they are out there waiting to be found. It doesn't do any good. Like you can only feel sorry for yourself for so long. And like, if you're sitting here and you're like, but Kim, I don't know how, like, I don't have the skills. Okay. I don't talk about this a lot because this isn't something that I like to, you know, tout around, but you guys, I, I technically have no college degree. Like I got a certification in skincare. I am a certified nutritionist but I, I like, I don't have, I don't have an associate's degree. I don't have a bachelor's. I don't have a master's. I ain't got shit. Like if I can figure this out and make a life sustaining business for myself and not know anything about business, like you guys can do this. If I can self heal without even going to a therapist's office from two eating disorders, you can do this. If I can leave a marriage and have my family absolutely hate me for nine months and lose every single one of my friends and go start a new life and go start a new career, you can freaking do this. Okay. Like, mind you, I was not only flat broke with no job, but I was in debt as well during all of this. Okay. And things are stable and great and awesome now. Like I couldn't, I could not ask for a better life. All right. Like you can do this. I promise you, you can freaking do this. Okay. Follow through. That's the last thing. You just got to follow through. You got to keep in pursuit of things. The things that you want to do, go for it. Find satisfaction in your accomplishments along the way. Push the edges of your full potential, but understand your intent behind it. Like, why are you doing it? Are you doing it to serve your ego? Or is it because you have a hunger for something that's far greater and outside of yourself? That need to prove can be perpetuated by our conditioning and our upbringing. Again, like often by that unregulated nervous system and a lack of self-understanding. So we can like inadvertently come from a place of like, I need you to validate me. So I'm going to do all these big accomplishments because I want you to tell me good job. I need that validation. And I can resonate with that hard, especially my love language personally is words of affirmation on top of all of this. So it's like, yes, please give me more. Tell me I'm the greatest. Like my, especially past ego self, not to say that I like, everybody's got an ego, you guys, it's, inherent within you. Like that is what I would feed off of. But you know, these days it's so nice to be able to walk around a little bit unbothered by most things. So let's recap to strive for your potential and how to know when good enough is good enough. All right. First things first, develop understanding about yourself and your values. Learn to self-regulate, learn to self-heal. Meditation, breath work, tapping. You need to work with somebody, work with somebody. 
Second thing, imagine your desires. What is it that you want out of life? And understand your intent as to why you want the things that you want. Get really honest with yourself. Number three, have faith that everything will come together. Everything is working out for you because you would not have the desires that you have if they were not meant to be. Number four, use your will to stay the course. Stay consistent and keep working. So you guys, like we can do this. We can do this without suffering. (laughs) Like pain, sure. Pain is a non-negotiable in life. It is the great expander. It will help us learn faster than anything. But I don't think that suffering is a non-negotiable in life. So you're the creator here. You get to make of this whatever you want. So it's up to you to go out there, make it happen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Let me know how this resonated. I would love to know your thoughts on it. If you totally disagree, like send me some hate mail. I don't care. (laughs) All right. I love y'all. I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Never Set a Life podcast. I would love to have your rating and review. So let me know how you liked it. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend and someone that would enjoy it as well. Let me know what you would want to hear more of. Send me a comment in my latest Instagram post at Never Settle Life on Instagram. Until next time, I'm Coach Kim. I'll talk to you soon. Have you ever felt like there's something inside of you and, and it just knows? It knows where you're going. And you're so busy doubting yourself. And you're so busy 